everybody. This is the Hallmarkies podcast, and we're so excited today to bring you another interview with one of our favorite Hallmark actresses. We are talking to Brittany Bristow. This is so exciting. I'm Rachel Ambers here. Yes, I'm here, and I am very excited. People know how much I support Brittany Bristow, and <laughs> I'm hoping that after this, we can rocket her to getting her own romantic lead in the movies. Yes. <laughs> Brittany, thank you so much for coming and talking to us. Of course. It's my absolute pleasure. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, well, thanks. And so, so what we like to do is we like to ask our guests to introduce yourselves and, and tell us what inspired you to become an actress. Perfect. Well, um, I guess a little bit about me. I'm from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, um, and I kind of grew up in the entertainment industry, actually. Um, my sister is a scientist, so she's the one that sort of doesn't, <laughs> doesn't follow the footsteps of the entertainment world. Um, but my mom is a producer and a writer, and uh, my dad was an actor when he was younger, an opera singer. Um, he was in musical theater, he was the Phantom of the Opera, and then when I was born, he moved more into production and now he's also a director. Um, so for me, it's kind of, I feel like it's been in my blood my whole life. But when I was really little, I was a little ballerina. And I went to classes every day and did all my little running around the room pretending that I was a prima ballerina with my tutu on. And I was mostly just tripping over my own two feet. And uh, I was in class one day and someone came in and said, we have a commercial that we're casting and we want a bunch of little ballerinas. And I begged my parents to let me go. I begged them. And they said, okay, fine, we'll let you go to the audition. And I went to the audition and I was one of 10 girls that was chosen for this commercial. And I was over the moon. I was so excited when I, I remember when my mom got the phone call and I like, I, I, probably could have broken my neck with the speed at which I ran down the stairs. <laughs> and, and I begged her to let me do it. And they, they said, yes, okay, we'll let you do it. And so I went and I did the commercial. And when we got home, I sat both of my parents down. Keep in mind, I'm six years old. I sit <laughs> both of my parents down and I say, mom, dad, I want to be an actor. And they just went, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but they said, you know what, if you want to do this, then we will support you. Um, and at any point when you decide, if you decide you don't want to do this, then that will be the end of it. And we will never push you. But if this is something you really want to do, then we will support that and we will help you along the way. So they, they were incredible. They got up really early with me to take me to castings. They picked me up from school and drove me all over the place and were just the best, most supportive parents a girl could have asked for. And uh, I just kept doing it. Um, when I was 12, I actually stopped acting for about seven years. I went to a very specific high school that required a lot of attention. So I went to Canada's National Ballet School. Mm -hmm. And uh, I became a, a professional ballerina. And uh, when I graduated, I realized that there was something missing. And I really missed acting and I every time I would drive past a set in Toronto I would like burst into tears <laughs> and I was like well, I think I might need to go back into that acting thing um so I started auditioning again and I guess the rest is history <laughs> now I'm just stuck doing this and I love it 
That's well, we love that cool. you're you're doing homework. <laughs> well, thank goodness. I'm glad somebody is. <laughs> <laughs> That's really neat. I didn't realize that you had that history with dance. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a long story, but uh huh. Yeah, yeah. But really, any gig that gets you to Africa can't be too bad. Oh yeah, no, no, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome for sure. But that and must. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say. Like I, I remember I didn't really truly answer your question but I was uh talking with Brad Cravoy actually he was the producer of the movie I just did in Bucharest uh mm -hmm. Christmas at the Palace which is coming out this November and uh he he said you know what is it about working with Hallmark that makes you so happy and I said well the reason I started acting when I was little was because I always wanted to do something to make other people smile because for me movies were my escape as a little kid and getting to go into another world always made me so happy. So for me, the reason why I love acting so much is because it gives people an opportunity to live in a world full of hope and live in a, in a place where they can smile and they can feel love and all of that. And so for me, Hallmark just feels like the most perfect home because that is what Hallmark stands for. So it's really exciting to be able to work with them because it's like they are helping me fulfill why I started doing this in the first place. That's really that's cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, they're just, they're, nobody can deny, even if people don't like the movies, they can't deny that they aren't super positive and super, you know, like. Totally. Yeah. I mean, so you're spreading positivity and joy. So. Yeah. And who doesn't want to do that? That's right. It must be nice having that support of people uh, who really understands the, the business, uh, mm -hmm. especially as a, as a child actor. Uh, but even now as an adult, I would, that, that must be very helpful. It is. And it's really nice. I mean, when I was younger, it was a little bit weird for me because I, like, I've worked a lot with my parents. Mm -hmm. um, my dad has directed me a number of times. I've worked on a lot of different productions with them. And when I was, you know, in my early 20s coming back into the industry, there was a part of me that was always a little scared when I would walk onto a set that they were a part of and think, oh gosh, like people are going to think I'm not as talented. They're going to think I got this role because my parents are involved. And I always kind of felt like I had a little bit more that I had to prove. Um, and as a result, it made me very uh, nervous. But now as I've gotten older, I realize how lucky I am. I mean, this, this career has the potential to kind of take you all over the place and to be somebody that has the opportunity to be in Africa filming a movie where normally I would be, you know, so far from all the people I love, but my mom and dad are there. Yeah. I mean, no one gets to do that. So it's, for me, it's just such a, it's just such a gift to be able to work with them and to know that they kind of always have my back. And mm -hmm. if I'm ever feeling confused or nervous, or like, I don't know if I have an audition and I'm feeling like, oh, I don't know what I should do with this. I can sit down and I can ask my parents, like mm -hmm. not many people get to do that. And I feel very, very lucky that I, that I get to work with them. Yeah. That's really cool. I think it, it can be, a, I work, I worked f with my dad or for my dad for a long time and uh, it had its moments of challenges. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, it absolutely does. When you work with me, there's always a challenge. <laughs> but for the most part, it was great. It was really a, a mm -hmm. blessing. So uh, that's really cool. Uh, yeah. You did a whole, uh, like a, uh, the Wildlife Quest. That's like a National Geographic kind of show, right? 
It is, yeah. It's a show for Nat Geo Wild. Um, my parents and I actually created it together about eight years ago. Uh-huh. And uh, we thought, okay, what's a way that we can see the world and show girls that they can be adventurers too? And uh, so we came up with this idea and we just went to Africa and shot the first season and uh, it did okay. I mean, it didn't do great. It ended up on Netflix and then for some reason people started really gravitating towards it and then National Geographic uh, Wild found out about it and they bought it from us and then they were like, oh, we want a second season seven years later. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we went back and we did a second season and we're already talking about a third. So it's really exciting. I really oh. love it. Yeah. So when, when was the first season that you did uh, it? We shot it, bet- we shot two separate times. We shot in 2010 and 2011 to get all of the footage we needed for the, for the first season. Okay. Because uh, yeah. IMDb only shows that as 2016. Yeah, that's because that's when it actually started airing. <laughs> we just sat with it for forever. We were like, well, nobody likes me as a host, so. <laughs> but then something changed and everyone was like, yeah, okay, we like this. Yeah. Then, yeah, that's when it actually started airing. But we, we shot the first season. We started shooting in 2010, which is crazy. That is. So were you scared at all being around these animals? Uh, like yeah, lions and stuff? Really- Definitely had some moments where I thought my life was going to end. <laughs> um, I think I think the main thing is just respecting the animals. Like I've I've had such a pleasure to work with some really phenomenally talented uh, rangers. Mm-hmm. So the first year we went out, um, there was a guy by the name of Bruce Hedges, and he was just the most wonderful ranger and he made us feel very comfortable. And he always said, you know, at the end of the day, just remember that this is their home and we're visitors in it. So as long as you respect that this is their space and you don't stand up and start yelling or, you know, as long as you respect staying in the vehicle and not making any sudden movements, not making any huge noises when there's big animals around, they're going to respect you. And uh, he actually became my co-host in the second season Mm -hmm. because he was just so talented and so knowledgeable that we thought we have to bring him. And when we went to Kenya, we were working with Actually, so one of our guides the second season was named Andrew, and he is the trainer of all of the rangers for the And Beyond Company, which is the company we work with. Um, And we work with them because their whole motto is to care for the land, the people, and the wildlife. So they take care of the surrounding villages. They hire people from the surrounding towns. They work with Africa Foundation to give back to the people and give back to the land and work to create, you know, healthy drinking water, and they educate the the local tribesmen of the different animals and how to protect themselves and they really work with the community mm-hmm. um and it's yeah it's a really beautiful company and I definitely had some moments where I was scared but I felt like I was in very capable hands with the people that were working with us so I never really truly felt like anything bad was going to happen mm-hmm. except one time when we got mock charged by a black rhino then oh. my life was over <laughs> other than that I was pretty good <laughs> what there's got to be a story behind that you, you were just out in the yeah, rhino we were just out and we were driving and we didn't realize there was a black rhino in a bush kind of near us and we stopped the vehicle because we started hearing this like huffing noise and it was just like <laughs> we were like what is that and then uh, we stopped the vehicle and a black rhino started running at us and uh before we knew it we had a we had a black rhino about two inches from the front of our vehicle but 
The good thing about black rhinos is they do mock charge before they charge. So we knew as long as we backed up and drove away, we weren't really in danger. But um, yeah, that was a little scary. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and this, this past season, actually, we did have one moment where I, I, <laughs> I wish it had been caught on camera because I was so scared. It was actually really funny now that I look back on it. But we were, um, we were driving over this little like land bridge. Mm-hmm. Not a man-made one, but one that has been kind of constructed by the movement of water and everything and we were leaving our camp and when we were there it was uh, a low season for water so a lot of hippos were kind of displaced and they were hanging out in different like mud wallows and uh, we were driving over this little land bridge and all of a sudden a hippo we realized there's a hippo in the water literally like four feet from me on the left hand side and so we turn the camera and I start talking about how it's difficult to you know, see all these animals and, and, and it's, it's difficult for the hippos right now because of the low water, whatever. I'm like going on and on about my facts. And then all of a sudden this hippo just jumps out of the water. <laughs> and I was so scared. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> it was so scary. It was also so much bigger once it got out of the water than I ever realized was possible. It was like the size of a car. <laughs> like yeah. I've never seen something so big. Yeah, because hippos are like me, not like elephants. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, they're the most dangerous animal in the wild. Yeah. They kill more people in Africa than any other animal each year. Yeah. It's because they look so cute and slow, but they are not. You just want to like squish them, and then you realize that they want to eat you. <laughs> oh my it's not gosh. so cute. Yeah, it's not like the Jungle Cruise at Disneyland. No. No. Oh, apparently they're making a movie about that. Yes. I'm super excited about that because I love the Jungle Cruise ride. <laughs> I just hope they 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 uh, they keep the uh, the cheesy jokes and puns oh, to gosh. a minimum. Me too. How dare every you. time I go on that, like I could go on it 15 times in a row. I'll laugh at every single joke every single time. Yeah, more every jokes time. and puns, Rachel. More, <laughs> not less. I love yeah. them. Yeah, it's it actually looks really fun. Uh, the Rock and Emily Blunt. I know. I mean, yeah. The Rock is great. Can't Let's be on. honest. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, well, that's amazing. Uh, you're braver than me. That's for sure. <laughs> well, thanks. I don't know how brave I actually am. I I like run away from spiders. <laughs> <laughs> there are spiders that can kill you. It just makes sense. Yeah. Exactly. Self-preservation. It's just a logical reaction. <laughs> run from spiders, run from bees, run from wasps. You know, things that can sting you and or bite you. Just but <laughs> never forget to charge the hippopotamus. Exactly. <laughs> Wise words of advice. <laughs> All about. <laughs> so for Hallmark, yeah. was your first role, was that for The Good Witch? No, actually. So my first role was uh, a movie called Love Blossoms. Okay. I wasn't sure which one. Two years ago now. Okay. Um, It was so much fun. I played Kimmy Spencer and she's a little like French Belgian girl that has a lot of particular qualities and runs around real fast everywhere she goes. It was really fun. (laughs) And your mom produced that, right? Yeah. Yeah. My mom and my dad produced that. Hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it was shot in Belgium, you said? It was, yeah. We shot in Belgium on location, and it was so beautiful. We had such a fun time, and it was just so stunning. Uh, that's the one thing, too, is I've been really lucky with Hallmark, is to work on projects that 
are kind of filming in these incredible places. I've worked in Belgium, in Belgium, Africa, Romania. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You have. Yeah, I've had a chance to kind of work in all of these interesting, fun places. It's been really, really cool. You're like Vancouver <laughs> amateurs. <laughs> But like, would love to work in Vancouver too with anyone listening who wants to hire me and take me to Vancouver, North Bay, Sudbury. I'll work anywhere. I love yeah. it. <laughs> That's funny. yeah. You got a lot of flowers on that. Uh, well, I mean, it's called Love Blossoms, of course. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a very, uh, uh, very must have been a very pretty and and sweet smelling uh, movie. <laughs> was yeah well it was about the perfume industry so yeah. we had a lot of really beautiful flowers and scents kind of always around us but I'm really excited for the next one I'm going to do which I don't know if it's been talked about really so you guys might be the first ones to hear about it scoop um so the next Hallmark movie I'm going to do is in I just found out um is called The Royal Chocolatier as of right now mm. and it we're also filming in Belgium and uh right now it's Lacey Chabert and I oh. and, uh, we're going to Belgium to shoot a movie about the chocolate industry for Valentine's Day that sounds okay. yep I'm all in, in. yeah on set. do you need somebody to test all the chocolate before <laughs> I'll do it I'll take one for the team don't worry yeah but if I know Hallmark they're not just going to be chocolates they're going to be like chocolates with like hot chili oil and lavender. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be really fancy. And someone's gonna need to test it all. Yeah. So that's you know. right. That's like uh <laughs> uh when you're talking to Jill Wagner, she in her Christmas cookie movie, yeah. she was like, I, I can eat as many cookies as I want because it's part of my job. <laughs> but it's part of your job, you have to take it seriously. Yeah. You have to be very method about the chocolate. You you can't. <laughs> you have to know that you're really a chocolatier. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I I, I kind of wondered if they were gonna uh, tone down from the royal movies uh, since obviously there's royal weddings this year. Mm -hmm. But I I think there's one in for Winterfest coming called Snow Queen. So. Oh yeah. Well, and the, and the one the at the palace is also mm -hmm. a royal. Yeah a royal Christmas movie. It's actually really cute. I'm so excited for everyone to see it. We had yeah. so much fun. We're oh, so we're excited. excited. <laughs> I feel like it's definitely one of the most sort of anticipated of this of the season. I, really? And I, I, That's I think so, so exciting. I, I do, I think. Uh, and uh, I, uh, I think they just changed around the schedule mm -hmm. and it... I'm just checking to make sure I don't say uh as of now they changed the schedule literally just yesterday they did uh but um as of right now it's scheduled for Thanksgiving it is yeah November 22nd high placement That's I know we're so excited and I just found out too that um Hallmark has done a has done a deal so it's actually going to be playing in Canada on November 22nd too mm -hmm. so all of the people in my life that are constantly asking me when they can watch my movie now they can actually watch it on the same day, and I'm so excited. Yes, I was so excited about that announcement. I yeah. know I'm not in Canada, but I was in Canada for a week, and I was very upset that I couldn't watch the Hallmark movie. There are my Hallmark movies. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and yeah. I, like, I was 
I feel very Canadian because I went to Prince Edward Island. Oh. So, <laughs> so now, anytime no, no, like you're an honorary Canadian. That's what I feel. I I was trying really hard to find a Canadian boyfriend so I could get married and then become <laughs> Canadian. It didn't work out They're for pretty me. Pretty awesome people. <laughs> So if I you, agree. If you know anybody that uh, that Amber can marry, I'll put my cap on. I'll okay, see good. what I can do. <laughs> okay, good. good. <laughs> so, but you did have a role on a part uh, on The Good Witch, yes. correct? Yes, I did. I was in the first two episodes of the fourth season, which they turned into like a little um, movie for the premiere mm-hmm. for uh, Spellbound. Yes. So, yeah. So what was that like to be on that set? And it was that? honestly the best experience I have ever had walking onto a set where I didn't know people. Uh-huh. Um, I, you never know what to expect as somebody that comes in for a bit part, whether it's a movie or a TV show or anything. Like you never, you never, never, never know what to expect. And I was nervous because I'm walking onto a set where these people have been together for I mean, a lot of them for four years, but some of them even longer. Decade, yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I was like, oh gosh, like, I hope, I hope everybody's nice. I mean, I'm assuming everybody's nice because it's Hallmark, (laughs) but I'm still nervous. And I went in and the first thing that happened was Bailey ran over to me and gave me a hug. And I was like, what's happening right now? She's so kind. I'm so confused. (laughs) She was like, we're so happy you're here. Thank you so much for coming. And then she sat down and everyone kind of introduced themselves to me and everyone was so nice. And then when we were on the set, everyone was just treating me like I'd been there the whole time. And it was, I really truly have never had such a positive experience um, walking into something where I'm kind of coming in for, for a little part of something. And, uh, I'll never forget it. Like, I hope that one day I can tell them that it was that for me because it was really special. It was a really, really wonderful time. And I had so much fun on the set and everyone just worked so well together and was so kind and, you know, just really wanted to get the best out of everyone and, and was just, everyone was just so positive. It was really lovely. I can't speak highly enough about it. It was really wonderful. If, if they ever wanted to bring my character back for any reason and just like throw me on as somebody that hung out in the background and sometimes said lines, I would uh-huh. be completely bored because I loved it. I had so yeah. much fun. That's so great. That's what we're we like also to in favor of that. <laughs> yeah. Bring her good witch come people. Back and then become a recurring character. I'm okay with that also. Be a regular. Boom. And I have some sort of magical power because I'd be super, super good. I'd be really happy about that. Yeah. You could be like magical powers. <laughs> yes. I'm on board. I'm a hundred percent a long lost Merriwig. <laughs> yes. 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 Love it. Uh, you could be a rival for Abigail. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's our favorite of all the shows. So yeah. we're uh we're always excited to talk to anybody good witch. We uh, particularly love Catherine Disher. She's been on our show oh three my times. Oh gosh, she's so funny. she's probably one of the funniest people I've ever met and I only got to interact with her for like four hours and I was I was like keeled over I was laughing so hard yeah so funny she's so nice yeah she's amazing and she has been very kind to us (laughs) yes yeah that's important yeah uh it's it's important to us that's for sure yeah Um, (laughs) um so that's really cool and then you had Christmas Next Door. Yes. Right. So that must, that looked like a fun set. And I had thought that you and Fiona had a nice chemistry that 
as you could it felt like sisters to me and i i i we've interviewed fiona and she was a delight so yeah, that must have been fun sweet. yeah she's so sweet and she's very talented too she's, mm -hmm. she's such a smart cookie she's really really nice we had so much fun honestly i've had so much fun on every single film i've done for hallmark like they've all been so much fun and all the people have been so nice and I've gotten along with everybody so well. It's so bizarre. Like, I don't know if I'm living in some sort of twilight zone, but I feel like Hallmark is where all of the like happy, wonderful, kind people are. And it's really nice <laughs> and I'm really happy I'm a part of it. <laughs> Was that fun filming that whole scene with the caroling, with the cider and everything like oh, that? Oh yeah, we had so much fun. We, we were actually wandering around. So the area we filmed in Toronto is actually really close to where I live. Uh -huh. So it was funny because we were wandering around and I was like, I feel like I've seen some of these people like hanging out in the neighborhood <laughs> and, <laughs> and we were out caroling and yeah, it was really fun. And it was one of the, that was, I think if I remember correctly, some of that was nearing the end of shooting or maybe it was right at, I'm trying to remember when that was, but no, we had so much fun and we were singing and it was actually really funny because, um, Jesse, Jesse kept, he, he'll be so mad at me for saying this, he kept singing off key, <laughs> like so terribly off key, and I just couldn't stop laughing, so we would be singing, and then all of a sudden his voice would like go way too high or way too low, and then both of us would just start laughing. It was really fun. We had a lot. <laughs> that's funny yeah that scene well this this movie made my top 10 uh of 2017 Catch yeah. Christmas. yeah that's right yeah. and uh, th i really appreciated the fact that there you could actually see your breath it looked actually cold you could oh, yeah, see the steam really coming it off of the cold. cider it was real cold that day i remember that night it yeah. was like super cold we were all shivering <laughs> and the cider was real and it was hot and so were the cookies the cookies were real too it was dedication and, oh, yeah. and it just helped you feel like you were this was a christmas movie it was like yes. oh, yeah yeah it was we're so, so used to the empty cups yeah. Yeah. so, so being able to see there was something there was just such a refreshing moment <laughs> I mean, usually there's only actual liquid in the cups if they're going to run into each other and spill it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I think. So this yeah, was great. Was real apple cider, and it was actually really cute because all of the people that came out to be in the background for the film also had real hot apple cider. So everyone was like drinking real hot apple cider and eating Christmas cookies, and it was really fun. It was like an actual little Christmas time. It was great. Mm -hmm. They really went the extra mile to make it feel authentic. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Uh, so then you were in Royal Matchmaker, speaking of yes. royal movies, this year. Yeah. Uh, this was filmed in Romania, correct? It was, yeah. I shot it in Romania last year in, well, around now, actually, in, in November of last year. Is it the same castle that you shot at the palace? No, different. Okay. Different. different palace, yeah. All those Romanian castles. I know. They are so exquisite. Yeah. There's so many of them too, because they had all of these really interesting people. Sorry, little emails coming in. Um, I had, uh, it was so interesting because they have all these little like hidden palaces. It's so cool. Yeah. Like the one that we shot at this year, we had to drive through a forest that has like wild pigs and stuff. It's so cool. We're like up here and then there's this crazy palace and it's on the water and it's just so beautiful. It's really cool. 
That is cool. So you got to work with Joy Lentz. Mm-hmm. That must have been fun. She seems like yes. a delight. I love Joy. Her and I have become really good friends. I love her so much. She is the best. She's so nice. I'm, I'm just saying, I would be fine if you guys decided to do a sequel. Oh, we want to so bad. Because we need <laughs> justice for Brittany Van Howell. <laughs> that hashtag on Twitter last year made me laugh so hard. I, like, stopped breathing. I, 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 I was so mad. When, <laughs> when Victor starts loving that lady, I was like, are you, I didn't know what to do. I was so mad. Well, I might just get a love interest soon. Okay. Yes. I, be, I mean, I am demanding it. <laughs> Well, you might just, you might just be happy soon enough. There might, there might be a love interest coming. I can't reveal too much, but there might just be one. Because if it doesn't happen soon, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going to start writing a letter campaign to Hallmark, a la Shawshank Redemption, like twice a week, full Andy Dufresne, a romance for Brittany Bristow. <laughs> That's so funny. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's like heartbreak valet all over again. <laughs> the heartbreak valet. I feel like that needs to be the title of a movie. <laughs> it, that's basically what this movie is titled to me. <laughs> I, I was watching it. I was so mad. Everybody knows. Everyone knows. The, like people on Twitter know. Like I love Paul Campbell. I love Nine Lives of Christmas. And the heartbreak valet was the worst <laughs> decision. Oh, so funny. Yeah. yeah, I wonder what they were thinking with uh, that they had built up the other lady enough, I guess. They must have thought that that was romantic for some reason. <laughs> we were kind of like, what? What's going on here? I'm not pleased. <laughs> I mean, it was fine, but that's not what I thought was going to happen. So when all of a sudden, Brittany didn't get anybody. Oh my and God. Then Victor ends up with... What's her face? Lorraine, <laughs> I, was, I think it was. I was so mad. It was so funny. So I actually, like, I, I joined Twitter last year just so that I could live tweet for the movies. Mm-hmm. So I have, like, no followers because I am Twitter dumb. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm never on it. But I try so hard, especially when the movies are going. Like, I really want to interact with everybody. But it was so funny because last year when the movie was going, the minute that they started interacting and Brittany was kind of like thrown to the wayside, my Twitter blew up. I was like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Everyone was freaking out and I was getting all these notifications like, what's happening? This isn't fair. I don't like this. How come Brittany's not falling in love? This isn't okay. And I was laughing so hard. I was sitting with my parents and they were like, why are you laughing? Like, I wasn't breathing. I was laughing so hard. I was like, this is so weird. I have like 200 followers and every single one of them are freaking out right now. <laughs> yeah. we, we, the, the, the Bristow army was activated it was real (laughs) yeah (laughs) i felt it i felt the love (laughs) because the other britney didn't yeah i know poor britney van hell also i it drove me bananas having to switch between your spelling of britney yeah britney spelling in this movie i know we were yeah it's complicated (laughs) (laughs) even for me sometimes i'm like wait how do i spell my name (laughs) There are so many spellings of Brittany, though. Yeah. And I guess technically my name is Brittany, but I can never say that because it sounds super weird coming from me. 
Like, if anybody with an accent says my name, it sounds great. But if I say uh, Brittany, yeah. I sound very weird. <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny how things like uh, uh, Kimberly Sested, her name is, is spelled L-E-Y. And, but we had to verify it with her agent because Hallmark themselves spell it L-Y. Like, what is going on here? I know. What's with the sometimes, name? Sometimes it's just like, let's just stick to the Starbucks spellings because mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. they give me names I've never heard of before and I'm okay with it because, you know, spelling is hard sometimes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, so then you, as you mentioned, uh, you got to go to Africa to yeah. film Love on Safari and you got to do that with your dad. That must have been amazing. Yeah, my dad directed it. I was so proud of him. I'm so proud of the work that he did on that film. I think he did such an incredible job of directing yeah. and he was such an incredible support to all of the actors. And I know Lacey loved having him as a director and it was just really nice to have to have him and my mom there. Yeah, it was so beautiful. Like, everything about that movie was beautiful. Yeah, it was pretty, it was a pretty special experience for sure. Although, once again, you did not get a love interest. No, no, I did not. But there weren't many options for me. I mean, I can't fall in love with Bernie. That would just be bad because he's a bad guy. So I fall in love with the land all over again. Oh, good. Yeah, like, it was fine a whole new level of Christmas next door because you already had your love. Yes, in Christmas I did. Next door. I did. I we did. didn't get to see you fall in love, so you know, whatever. Take away that fun. But at least I One felt. One day you will. I. Promise. I felt your character was fair. taken. Coming care soon. Of. <laughs> Brittany, Brittany Bristow falling in love in a Hallmark movie is coming sooner than you know. <laughs> so excited i promise i'm just gonna say if the edit of this movie comes out and your storyline where you fall in love is not in it i will riot (laughs) (laughs) so for the africa shoot like how long were you guys uh in africa like we were there shooting love on safari for three and a half weeks okay so a pretty normal shoot time and then So I think it was 18 days. Okay. Yeah. Uh, wow. That, and, and you were at a reserve? Yeah, we were actually staying uh, at a reserve in South Africa. And uh, we were shooting on location, which was really cool because we would wake up in the middle of the night. Actually, one night, Lacey and I had like a full-blown panic attack and started texting each other, I think at like three in the morning. Because, of course, you know, we both assumed that there were burglars on the roof trying to break through the building because that makes sense. <laughs> We're in the middle of nowhere in South Africa on a wildlife reserve. Um, but we realized that monkeys were running across our roof. And oh. it sounded like it sounded like like a horde of people trying to break in through the ceiling. But yeah, we had little moments like that where we would wake up and monkeys were banging on our walls. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty funny. It was yeah. a very unique experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh I am I have a little bit of especially large animal phobia. Like I, I, I can, if I, if I really just like focus and, you know, be grown up, I can do it, but I feel very nervous. Uh, And uh, like, I'm not, I, I went horseback riding once in my life and it was not for me. Mm -hmm. I'm actually the opposite way. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm yeah. actually like more afraid of smaller animals. <laughs> <laughs> like little dogs. Very scary. You know what? I feel like that's logical because the little ones always think that they're big. So they try to act scary. Yeah, but big dogs, I'm like, oh, come here, you giant dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't think there's anything wrong with being scared of big animals, especially wild, like Mm-hmm. Yeah. because they are wild animals and they have been designed in their makeup to be able to protect themselves and survive in the wild so I think it's you know mm-hmm. I don't think it's a, a bad thing to be cautious of them by any means self-preservation on my exactly. part that's yeah. good you made me feel better alive longer than the rest of us <laughs> you've made me feel more comfortable in my anxieties through this interview so this is good <laughs> yeah I'm- I, I, there, when I was a missionary in Indiana, mm-hmm. every, we joked that everybody in Indiana loves their cigarettes and their, their large dogs. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, they, this one family had this giant St. Bernard, like, oh, wow. it was That's like so having awesome. a horse in your house. Like this thing was huge. And I, I just, every time they talk about going over there, I'd be like, <sighs> help me heavenly father please (laughs) i never could get used to that darn dog it was just like a saint bernard horse yeah it was like a saint bernard horse (laughs) and uh no those are giant dogs and they are slobbery yes i love them but they slobber so much (laughs) Uh, of the slobber yeah the other thing and this is the other thing that was the most terrifying experience of my life was mm-hmm. this is not a big animal, it's a small animal, but one time people decided they thought it would be funny if they literally like threw their pet bird in my face. <gasps> and I was like, I was, I like practically started like hyperventilating. Like I was not ooh. kind on any no. level. I, a bird. Yeah. Mean. And, right. and and B, no one wants a bird thrown at their face. Yeah, like, That's aggressive and scary. Yeah, it was. And I, I was like breathing very heavily and like trying to like be, you know, have decorum, whatever, as a missionary. And, yeah. uh, but I, I couldn't, it was like, and, and these, these little kids, they kind of were like, oh, we shouldn't have done that. Right? So yeah, I get anxious when a pigeon takes off when it's when I'm like walking on the sidewalk. So. Yeah. So Celia. I'm a stronger so. person than you than y'all might realize. I've <laughs> the bird out of my face. Um <laughs> so all right. Uh you are in this uh, movie Christmas at the Palace. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about what this movie is, spoiler free and uh, just or, and, and then off the record, spoiler filled. Just kidding. No, yeah, no. yeah. We don't want. We don't want to be spoiled. We like to be surprised. But yeah. also, what is your role? Because there's Mary Patterson and you. Yes. So um, I play Jessica, and Jessica and Katie Merritt's character are best friends, mm-hmm. and they're both skaters. So Merritt plays uh, a girl who was a skater who became a choreographer. And my character is a professional skater. And we have a touring show that we do every year near Christmas. 
and we are finally kind of putting the show to rest and our plan is once the show closes we are going to go home to new jersey and buy an ice rink and start a training center for professional skaters and we do the final show in a place called san sanova and the princess of san sanova comes to see the show because she loves skating and she comes and we invite her backstage and we meet her and then she says, you know, I have a skating rink at my palace. Would you be able to teach me? And so we end up kind of through one thing and then another being convinced to stay in San Sanova. And we end up helping put on this pageant and it's really beautiful. Of course, there's love in the air. Um, and Merritt meets the king, uh, played by Andrew Cooper, who is one of the nicest people I've ever met, and he is so handsome. <laughs> if anyone has not seen Andrew Cooper's face before, look him up. You will recognize him. He's a handsome devil. He's just the best. Um, and we already saw him this year in Royal yeah. Hearts with Cindy yeah. Busby, and that's one of my top ten of the year. So yeah, he's he's um, so nice. He's a great actor, and he's just so handsome. Oh. You just want to look at him all the time. Uh, full, full package yeah exactly he's, like he's the nicest person ever too I, everybody was so nice and then uh he has a, a right hand man who is his uh his royal assistant played by someone named nicholas banks not another valet uh kind of a valet he's i guess a valet but they're more best friends they grew up like brothers okay um and yeah not so basically it's like the the king is is a well Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> if you could see my little, like, my little 1920s villain with the mustache going when I said that, that was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, and there's this, like, it's, it's kind of cute because the king is considered the, the Christmas Grinch, and uh, it's his daughter's mission in life to make sure that the people of Sansanova know that he's a wonderful king and a kind man, and it's, it's a really sweet movie. And I get to ice skate in it, which was so much fun. That is so, so the queen who wants the skating lessons, that's his, like his mom or the, what? So the princess is his daughter. Oh, princess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They don't have her released in any of the press releases. Do you know who the actress is that is the daughter? The princess? Yeah. yeah. Her name is India Fowler. She is a phenomenal young actress from England. She is so sweet, and I think the world needs to watch out for her because she is going to take it over by storm. She's so talented. She was such a joy to work with, and she's just such a kind, kind young human. I look up to her. She's so wonderful. Oh, man, this is going to be yeah. great. Oh, it's going to be so good. I'm so worried about it now. Oh, <laughs> I got it. I've gotten my hopes built up so high. It's they less were already, than 30 days away. Don't worry too okay. hard. They were already <laughs> so high, just based on, like, what we knew. And now you've teased me and given me more hope. Oh, I'm so anxious. <laughs> it's a very cute movie, and there's a lot of love in it. Okay. Yes. I promise. Lots of love. <laughs> this is going to be the best. I am very excited. So yeah. I'm excited to hear. You'll have to tell me what you think when you watch it. You'll have to email me. Oh, I'll be and I'll be tweeting tweet. at you too. I yeah, won't be able to help myself. Tweet. I'm going to be in Belgium when it's oh, done. so you won't see it. But I'm hoping that I will be able to watch a screener of it 
then be tweeting alongside everyone, even if it means I have to be awake at like three in the morning. I have no idea what time it will be in Belgium, but I'm going to figure it out because I'm not going to not tweet. So you're filming the Valentine movie in Iceland. Uh, no, and I'm actually shooting a movie that's not a Hallmark movie in Iceland. I'm oh, shooting, okay. Yeah, I'm shooting a psychological thriller in Iceland. Oh. Yeah, it's very cool. I've been working with the director of this movie for, I'd say, just about three years now. Um, developing, he's been developing the script and editing things around, and he knew from the get-go he wanted me to play the lead. So mm-hmm. I've been working with him on it for years, and... We're finally making it. So yeah, it's a psychological thriller. It's a little bit of a scary movie. Um, and then I'm flying directly from Iceland to Belgium to do the next Hallmark movie, which is the Valentine's Day movie. And I will be in Belgium. But I don't think we'll have started filming yet. So if I have to be up at an ungodly hour, I will do it if it means that I get to watch <laughs> kind of sort of live with everyone. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Well, I'm so glad that people are, are, are keeping you busy. That's what we want to yeah, see. Me too. Also, do you think all the other people at Hallmark are a little, like, how is it that Brittany Bristow's only been in Canada once? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I mean, it's kind of funny. The last time I was talking, I, when I went to the TCAs, so there's the Television Critic Award mm-hmm. dinner that they have every year, one in Christmas, one at Christmas, well, around the new year, and then one in the summer. And uh, last year when Lacey and I were at the one in January, everyone was like, oh, great. So you're doing another Hallmark movie. Where are you filming it? And I, we were like, oh, well, we're actually getting on a plane to Africa tomorrow. And everyone was like, what? You get to go to Africa? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. So, yeah, people are a little like, how have you managed to not film in Canada except for one movie? <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. So, so, so you also have a... Uh, a movie on freeform coming out this holiday season? Yes, I do. I have a very small role in it, but it's a cute little movie. Um, It's about two insomniacs who cannot sleep, and then they discover that they can only sleep when they are together. Yeah, this is an interesting interesting premise as a uh, fellow insomniac. uh, It's very very intriguing to me. It's, well, thankfully I work from home. So that yep. makes everything great because I can work yep. at like three in the morning. <laughs> and you can nap if you need to. Uh, what's that? You can nap if you need to. Yes, I can nap if I need to. It's I'm very very fortunate, but uh, but yeah, uh, it it sounds interesting. Uh, yeah. And it should be cute. I'm I'm in it for all of about probably ten minutes, but it was really fun to work on. And uh, Dave and Odette Annabelle are. Uh-huh so nice and it was so fun to work with them because they're they're married in real life mm-hmm. and they were playing love interests and it was just really cute to see them on set together they were really nice they were really wonderful. yeah really? and the director was really really cool too that's very fun yeah all right so we'd like to end our interviews with some silly questions and okay, I love silly questions. you're very lucky because you get the holiday edition of the silly questions all right first question what is your favorite holiday drink Ooh, um i really like hot apple cider Mm -hmm. all right what is your favorite holiday cookie or treat um okay this is a bit of a weird one and i'm probably gonna mess up the saying the 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 name of it but it's called vina tarta um Mm -hmm. it is a traditional icelandic dessert 
and it's made out of prunes. That sounds really gross. No one's going to want to eat it, but <laughs> it's really good. It's like a really thin pastry with like a prune mix and it's like a bunch of layers and then you put icing on top of it. I used to get it all the time as a kid mm-hmm. for Christmas. I love it. If you ever find it, you mostly find it in uh, Gimli, Manitoba, which is where the largest population of Icelanders is outside of Iceland. And the rest was taken to Gimli, Manitoba when everyone went there. And um, now they don't know how to make it in Iceland. So that's a fun fact. <laughs> wow. So yes. what's it called again? Vina Tarta. Well, I think we need a Vina Tarta uh, <laughs> Christmas I'll send Christmas you the recipe. Yeah. I'll send you the recipe. Okay, and then next year you'll be starring in a vina tarta for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, or a vina vina tarta Valentine's. I don't know. Oh, yes, (laughs) way better. Good alliteration. Way to go. Thank you. I try. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's your favorite Christmas song? Oh, holiday um, song. Oh gosh. Oh, that's such a hard question. Um. I really love Last Christmas by Wham. Yeah. It's so sad and I don't know why I like it so much, but I love it. And, um, uh, oh, 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 there's also um, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. They have this one song that's so beautiful, but I don't remember what it's called. But the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, anything they make for Christmas is like out of this world beautiful. Yeah. Good choice. All right. What's your favorite Christmas movie? It doesn't have to be Hallmark. Be whatever. Okay, I think, oh gosh. Okay, so every year my sister and I watch Elf because mm-hmm. it's hilarious. Um, but when I was little, the Christmas movie we would always watch that would lead us into Christmas was actually The Nightmare Before Christmas by Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. And we would watch it on Halloween. And then the next day we would start decorating the house for Christmas. So that's the one that reminds me the most of Christmas. I just love, all, I, I love all Christmas movies. This is like a huge thing that people need to know. Every year I will watch like hundreds of Christmas movies. One year my mom and I went to Blockbuster and rented every single Christmas movie we could find in the store and brought them all home and watched like two Christmas movies a day for mm-hmm. over a month until Christmas. Yeah. It's the good life. Yeah. I love Christmas. If I could watch Christmas movies all year round, I would do it. I'm obsessed with Christmas. You absolutely can watch Christmas movies. Yeah, I know. There's nothing I'll like, But to be fair, I'm you're busy holiday. filming. It's a rom-com. People are like, it's a Christmas movie. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's a rom-com. <laughs> so just be June. So are you in team Nightmare Before Christmas is a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? I think it's a little bit of both, but I would say it's a more of a Christmas movie. Yeah. It's what do you... Like, odd one. <laughs> Amber, what do you think? You think it's more Halloween or more Christmas? You know, um, we watch it every year on the day that falls directly between Halloween and Christmas. <laughs> Tricky. Very so smart. I'm going to abstain from answering. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Okay, so what is your favorite holiday tradition that you just have to do? Um, every year, my so every year my well my sister my sister now lives in tucson my sister is the coolest she is a uh, chemical physicist and she has her own family now but uh every year when i was growing up we used to on christmas eve we would go to this little tiny kind of like miniature mall near my house and we would get a picture with santa Mm -hmm. and so now every single year and this happened until i was like 19 like we didn't stop doing it just because i was a Mm -hmm. (laughs) grown-up but um like i still believe in santa i write a letter to santa claus every single year 
People can judge me all they want. I'm almost 29 years old and I still do it every single year. Um, but I'd say for me, the Christmas tradition that is the most exciting is, is Christmas Eve, is spending time with my mom, my dad. Normally, I love to spend time with my sister and my niece and my brother-in-law, um, but we always take a picture with Santa. And it's something that for me just like re reignites the, the magic that is Christmas and the joy that is Christmas and the love that Christmas brings. And even though my sister is super far away, she'll like, we'll take pictures with like toy Santas now. <laughs> so <laughs> even if we don't find a real Santa, we'll like find a Santa something and take a picture. So we always have a, a Santa picture every year. I love that. That's yeah. adorable. Yeah. And it's just something, I think it's the one thing that I've done since I was like, like I have pictures we had, it was really weird. The Santa that we went to go take pictures at this little mall with, he was the same Santa every year for like 20 years and he never aged. And his <laughs> business card said Santa B. Claus. And I swear, I think he's actually Santa Claus. <laughs> what does the B stand for? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But his name is Santa B. Claus. And I think that's so cool. <laughs> Oh my goodness, what does the- But he literally never aged. Are. Like, if I could show you pictures from me as, like, a complete toddler, like, not even full one years old, until I was, like, 18, we had the same Santa every year. It was wow. so weird. Hmm. He's that like is real the real Santa. Santa. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's the real Santa. <laughs> I would 100% uh, pitch this as a Hallmark movie. <laughs> yeah, Santa B. Claus. Santa B. Claus, and- <laughs> You, uh, you, as an adult, realize that he must be the real Santa because oh. he's never aged. Oh my Brilliant. god! Brilliant! Brilliant! Good idea. The, the, the thing is, is that this is necessary because Hallmark yeah. has forgotten Santa. Like there is almost no Santa this year. There, like letters to Santa is like the only, practically the only one. There might be one in that reindeer movie with Ashley Williams, but that's it. No Santa. We need we need to work on this. Yes. Guys, I think we have a movie to write. <laughs> yes. yes. All right. Good. Agreed. Okay. Uh, so uh, next is what's a memorable Christmas gift you've either given or received? Either one or both or whatever. <laughs> oh. Your equivalent of the Red Rider BB gun when you were a kid. <laughs> the thing you just You know what? Wanted. Actually, so this is a funny story. I have one that I was given. And then one that I gave that I'll always remember. So I, when I was three years old, I don't know why, this is like one of the first memories I have. Do you remember those dolls where you would wind up their arm and their hair would grow? No. Is okay, that a so Canadian thing? I don't know. There was this doll and you would like wind her arm and her hair would grow purple and pink. Like it would expand. I don't I feel like remember. I remember this. Like it was this, and I just remember waking up on Christmas and getting this doll, and I was like so excited. And I was three, and I don't remember much about it, but I remember this doll, and I don't know if I still have it, but I remember it so well. And I just remember being so excited because her hair was growing and it was purple and it was pink, and I loved it. And then I think a couple of years later, I was like, I want to be a hairdresser, and I like cut off all of her hair. <laughs> but like I but you know you know kids go through that period where they're like cutting their own hair did yeah. that gave myself a cowlick it was not cute um 
but but I I loved this doll and her hair her growing hair I don't know why that was so memorable to me. Yeah. And then um, I'd say the one thing that to me uh, that stands out as something that I gave was it was more so because it, it meant so much to my mom. So my mom wrote, my mom's written a couple of books actually. And she has one that she just, she just uh, released. It's been published called Dancing Through the Shadow. And it's a beautiful book, but um, she actually wrote a book before that. And she never really talked about it, but it was a book she wrote after her mom passed away um and it was a ghost story uh from Newfoundland but it was designed for like young young adults um and she'd handwritten it in a series of journals and about two months before Christmas I found all of the journals and I like sneaky style stole them <laughs> which sounds bad but um then what I would do is I would I I stole these journals without her noticing and I went to a coffee shop every single day and I typed up the entire book and I printed it. And on Christmas, I gave it to her and it was like 400 pages. And to this day, she still has it in the same wrapping that she had it in when I gave it to her on Christmas because I don't think she'll ever publish it, but it was just something for her that was kind of her way of, of saying goodbye to her mom and letting go of, of that pain of losing her mom. And, and uh, she still has it wrapped up the same way she had it when I gave it to her. That's so cute. I love that. That's neat. And it also made me feel really close to my mom. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why for me, like it was almost a gift to me as well. Mm -hmm. And that's why I remember it because it wasn't so much that it like, that it was just something that made her happy, but it made me feel so close to her that it was really nice mm -hmm. for me to be able to, to share in that with her. So. That's really, that's really cool. That's yeah. the best kind of gifts. Yeah, I agree. All right. Scrooge or the Grinch? Ooh, the Grinch. Okay. Clear lights or colored? Ooh, that's tough. I love clear lights, but there's something really fun about the, the colored lights, especially like when it snows a lot, because it snows a lot in Canada at mm -hmm. Christmas sometimes. Mm -hmm. And when, when the snow melts away and you see all of the colors, it feels way more Christmassy. I think yeah. colored. Colored okay. at Christmas. I'm the kind of person that has clear lights up in my house all year round. <laughs> oh, so, <yeah>. yes. <laughs> like literally, I always have at least two strands of lights in my room at any given time. Well, we always say that twinkle lights equal love in Hallmark. Yeah. So totally. I That's have twinkle lights in my room right now. Good, good, yeah. good. All right. Are you a good gift wrapper or not so much? Oh, I'm terrible at it. <laughs> I have like a, I'm like challenged when it comes to wrapping presents I always try and they always look so scary like it looks like somebody tried to perform surgery on the wrapping paper like it's not <laughs> it's not cute it's always awful and my sister is the best at wrapping presents and every year I'm like ooh, I'm gonna wrap this and make it look like a piece of candy and it kind of looks like somebody just like had a fight with a roll of tape <laughs> like it's not I'm very bad at it I'm very bad at wrapping presents but I always try really hard and that's what matters. That's right. <laughs> At least that's what I tell myself. <laughs> well, what is your ugliest Christmas sweater? Do you have an ugly Christmas sweater? You know what? I don't. Mm. I need to get one. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't have an ugly Christmas sweater. I, I, no, I don't have an ugly Christmas sweater. I need All to go right. find one. 
Yeah. Okay, good. Well, let us know. Share with us on yeah. Twitter. I'll get an ugly Christmas sweater and then I'll post a picture and okay, I'll say good. that I'll make sure I mention you guys so that you yes. see that I got one. Okay, good. I'll find one somehow, <laughs> maybe in Iceland. <laughs> I'm good. Well, you passed the test. Yay! You get to have a Christmas this year. That's right. Yay! I love it! <laughs> well, we have so enjoyed talking to you. Oh, Thank you, you so much. so much fun. This was really great. Uh, and uh, we're, we're very excited about your upcoming projects, all of them. And uh, so where can people find you like online, social media, all that fun stuff? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm most active on Instagram just because I understand it better. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to build on Twitter as well. Um, but my handle is the same on both. It's at Brit Bristow, B-R-I-T-B-R-I-S-T-O-W. And, uh, yeah, I try to post lots of behind the scenes stuff. I post lots of stories when I'm on set and, uh, try to keep everyone updated as best I can when stuff is going on. And, uh, I'm, I've been trying to share everything to Twitter just so that like, I don't fall off of the Twitter earth. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. And I always try to interact with people as much as I can too. So I'm always trying to respond to comments and respond to tweets and stuff like that. So it makes me really happy to be able to interact with people who enjoy the work. So great. Well, we'll have all of that in the description section. People can check out and for taking the time to talk to us. We oh my gosh, of really course. appreciate anytime. it. And I mean that anytime, anytime okay. you want to talk, just tell me and I'll be here. <laughs> we'll, 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 we will, we will take we'll you see if that. you can beat Catherine Disher. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do it now it's a race I hope <laughs> she's the current queen of hallmarkies podcast <laughs> so we'll have a great christmas and uh merry christmas okay. i love that i get to start saying that now yes <laughs> With to christmas on it's fully allowed you're allowed to start celebrating and singing christmas music that's right absolutely i fully believe it okay well we will talk to you again soon Sounds wonderful. Thank you okay. so much. Thanks. Bye. Make sure you're checking out the podcast at Homeworkies Pod on Instagram, Twitter, all of our social media. Where can people find you? As always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. Great. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. Please check that out. And uh, thanks again to Brittany. This was so much fun. We really loved talking to her. <laughs>